Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 15th of June of the year 2020. Happy Global Wind Day today, and also happy Magna Carta Day. So celebrate those two days by breathing, watching a flag, doing a fart, and contemplating your rights as against the king. On this day in history, in 1215, King John signed the Magna Carta at Runnymede near Windsor in England. At first, just a deal with some rebel barons, it has been characterised as the beginning of modern Western democracy, and if you're a law nerd like me, it's a great thing to read. On this day, in 1567, the Republic of Genoa expelled Jews from its whole territory, joining the fine tradition of expelling Jews wherever they are. In 1667, the first fully documented human blood transfusion was performed by French physician Dr. Jean-Baptiste Denis when a small amount of sheep blood was transfused into a 15-year-old boy who survived the procedure before asking why a doctor was putting a small amount of sheep blood into him, a 15-year-old boy. Your guest today on the podcast is celebrity conspiracist Tom Ballard. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Alice. Jeffrey Epstein did kill himself. Lovely to be here. A <laughs> uh, pleasure to bring the truth to Last Post listeners as opposed to all your other guest hosts, which only promulgate the theory that the big man power and big oil and big sunflower seeds want you to believe. <laughs> Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in free speech news, a pet project of yours, Tom Ballard. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. You can't silence me. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, too early. Go on. 
In the news today, the UK ambassador of the Wiggles government in Italy has opened the newly renovated Italian embassy in London for an open day where responsibly socially distanced Londoners can enter for traditional Italian treats like pasta, pizza, gelato and performances from Commedia dell'arte, the opera and Wiggles classics which will be played throughout the day. Meanwhile, a contract has been signed between Australia and the mysterious and sinister octopus tribesmen of New Zealand for the provision of a number of octo-class submarines using the underwater technology of that highly advanced but slightly worrying civilization. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has jokingly said that as long as the octopus engineers remember that people need to be able to breathe underwater, this will be a good investment of Australian military funding. Do you enjoy Australia's, the Australian government's investment in submarines? Oh, absolutely. I think, I think what, $225 billion? Not enough. More, please. When they say that we're girt by sea, they don't mention that we're girt by sea and pirates, underwater pirates? I don't know. We had a couple of Japanese mini-subs back in World War II and we've been afraid of them ever since. We've spent a lot of time focusing on people trying to come to Australia via the surface of the water, um, but not much time <laughs> underneath or above it. Um, so, yes, we should be scared of the sub-people. Um, and we should treat them as subhumans just uh-huh. as we treat those who come by a boat <laughs> as subhuman as well. You know, we need to have a consistent approach to anybody wanting to come to this f-ing country. If we'd had a proper coastal submarine patrol, we might not have lost Harold Holt. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. And where were those octopus tribesmen then, huh? Nowhere. Or somewhere. Maybe doing it. I'm not sure. I haven't figured out what conspiracy theory I'd subscribe to on that particular uh, incident in Australian history yet. I'll, I'll get back to you next episode. Well, thank you. And that's all the time we have for the stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because the fundamental structures of modern human communication are underpinned by the funding of the advertising industry, and that's not worrying at all. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Mixed Messages Home Message Mixing Kit for when you want to maliciously misinterpret speech online or in your family today. Mixed Messages Home Message Mixing Kit, online today. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Donna Duck's feminist revisionist story editing tool, taking the his out of history, the mister out of mystery, and turning a story into a store she. Read the romantic no. tale of Cinderella, the manny who discovers his one true love by losing a brogue at a ball. Thrill to the tale of Snow White Man who refuses to date any woman taller than him until he's put into a medically induced coma by an apple allergy. Swoon at the romance of the muscular mermaid who makes a deal with the sea wizard to go onto land at the cost of not being allowed to mansplain anything until he's received love's true kiss. Donna Duck's feminist revisionist story editing tool. It's pretty heavy-handed in the message it'll communicate to your children about gender hierarchies, but what isn't? (laughs) And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Doctors. Nine out of ten doctors agree, making doctors the most effective organisational group. Doctors putting the order into approximately 16 half glasses of water a day, depending on your metabolism, climate and exercise regime. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. And now it's time for your top story. Your top story today is free speech news. Tom Ballard, what's happening in the world of free speech right now? Mm. Well, I've never been a great fan of free speech, Alice. Think of all the things that it's brought us. Liberalism, other people's opinions, the bugle. (laughs) But I must say, it's quite funny because I regularly personally use my free speech to deny that the free speech movement ever happened. I'm a free speech movement denialist. I've written a book that clearly sets out why the free speech movement never happened. It's a very controversial book. It's been banned in Germany, as it should be. It's very well researched, (laughs) and uh, I lay it all out there. I explain that people like Ben Shapiro, Marley Yiannopoulos, Dave Rubin, Tommy Robinson, Katie Hopkins, these free speech warriors never actually existed. The whole thing's a fabrication and exaggeration. Uh, Some critics have come forward with their lived experience. They'll say, oh, the free speech movement is real. Of course it happened. My grandparents were survivors. They had to watch hours of Paul Joseph Watson spewing his stupid, inane (laughs) bullshit on YouTube. And to that I say, yeah, right, as if. And people get upset and I go, oh, you can't say anything anymore. But... (laughs) In the US, massive tech companies are trying to fact-check President Donald Trump's tweets, which I think is not only an infringement on our rights to free speech, it's an infringement on our right to free and incorrect speech, Alice. Mm. Now, our rights to wrong speech are deeply ingrained in us as Americans. And you may say, hey, Tom, I'm actually not an American. And to that I say, I know, Alice, I'm wrong, and that's my goddamn right. (laughs) If an American can't repeatedly and loudly say lots of things that are very wrong on a regular basis without being corrected, well, then I don't want to be right. I want to be wrong. (laughs) Here you go. Here are a few more wrong things I'm going to lay on you with the power of free speech. Lady Gaga's new album isn't very good. Horizontal lines make me look skinny. The royal family (laughs) makes sense. Everything's going to be okay. I'm never insecure about my comedy or whether I'm going to die alone. (laughs) Suck on that, Zuckerberg. Some other interesting free speech developments in America. Free speech is quite literally no longer free in the state of Kansas, where the state congress has just privatized the concept of speech and sold it to Expressotech, a multinational (laughs) conglomerate finding the latest tech solutions for all your expression needs. The people of Kansas can now access Expresso, trademark, speech, through the Expresso app, which is a fantastic subscription service. You just pay $80 a month or $2,000 a month if you don't have health insurance for some reason. I mean, the upside of this on the side is that when people say Expresso when they mean Espresso, they now face a copyright infringement suit, right? Oh, yes. And this company is extremely litigious. It's an American (laughs) multinational corporation. They'll get f***ing on to you. But yeah, you basically subscribe to the service. Anytime you want to use your free speech to make an artistic statement or criticize someone in power, you just open the app. You have to watch a two-minute ad for Chevron, and then you say whatever you like (laughs) and express it into your timeline. Uh, If the government or not enough of your followers like the speech you've created, you can upgrade to the premium Extra Express service where everything you say is amplified and nothing you say is fact-checked. Expresso, (laughs) pay us to say things. (laughs) And finally, Alice, on the topic of free speech, I'd like to say that the homosexual agenda is... And every single woman is completely unable to because that's what Israel is all about. And when people in wheelchairs get together, they and that's what we need to Boris Johnson and start setting fire to and celebrating public libraries. Although, of course, the bloody that the media won't let me say that. And neither will the producers of this podcast, which is entirely funded by big Zaltzman. Thank you. Well, thank you, Tom Ballard. And that's the end of our top story for this week because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. 
Dear Alice and happy fellow traveller through satire. That's you today, Tom. Hello. I love the last post. It's all, it always makes me laugh and gives a welcome distraction from these troubling times. I especially enjoy what? the... Adv- this show is depressing as f- <laughs> What are they talking about? I especially enjoy the advertisements for the latest Dancy Lagarde novels. As an avid reader of the number one fantasy erotica novels that Dancy produces, the tone of the adverts matches the writing and flavour of the novels to a T. I've heard others trying to do these ad reads and falling flat. Even professional voice actors seem to have trouble getting that genuine feeling. Yet you make it look effortlessly easy. Ms Fraser, are you Dancy Lagarde or is it someone you know? Are you just trying to create a false trail to yourself to throw anyone off the truth? I'm just offering a thought as to Dancy's identity. Whatever the truth turns out to be, I'll always still be an avid listener to the last post and reader of Dancy Lagarde. Good luck to you, Christopher. Yours, Robert. Well, damn, damn, that's a conspiracy theory out of left field. I have to say, I am absolutely not Dancy Lagarde. I would say that that's even what if Dancy I Lagarde were would say. Dancy Lagarde, but I'm not Dancy Lagarde. I just don't have the kind of technical knowledge, the uh, sexual imagination, or the access <laughs> to facts about. What are you talking about? Every Dancy Lagarde sentence is, and then they have sex. That's not sexual imagination. That's a blatant statement of fact. Devoid of all poetry or intrigue whatsoever. <laughs> that's you down to a T. That's, that's classic Alice Fraser. You can't say it's not intriguing how Dancy Lagarde manages to fit uh, Victorian railway builder Isambard Kingdom Brunel into a surprising number of the novels. I, well, I guess, yes, that provi- requires some kind of vague technical writing skill. <laughs> but whenever I'm talking to you about your dating life, you're like, oh, yeah, we went to this beautiful dinner, we went and saw a movie, and we had a really wonderful conversation about life and the meaning of existence, and then we had sex. <laughs> And that's all the juicy details you're prepared to provide for me. I don't know. I reckon this Robert guy's onto something. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm smelling a conspiracy. I'm smelling a conspiracy, people. Well, Tom Ballard, if there's one thing I know from our long relationship, it's that if you believe something, it's probably not true. That's all the time for, for your letters to the editor right now because now it's time for the end of the show. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. <laughs> we are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day or go back in the feed to find the past. Your co-host today was Tom Ballard. Go and look at him on episode 48 or episode 51 to hear some great celebrity conspiracy stuff. And if you enjoyed Tom Ballard, thank him as I do now. Tom, thank you for coming on the show. Have you got anything to plug? Thank you, Alice. Watch that Jeffrey Epstein uh, documentary again. I don't know why I keep plugging that. And listen to my podcast, Like I'm a Six-Year-Old. Find me on Twitter at Tom Z Ballard. I'm also on Instagram, and I'm very bad at it. So if you want the occasional (laughs) poorly framed photo, then uh, check out that Instagram account, I say, yes. You're so bad at Instagram that your idea of a thirst trap is just a picture of a pile of salt. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Watch my special Savage on Amazon Prime or find me online at at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind the scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter as they and we always say good Good luck luck to you Christopher Christopher. and I'll talk to you again tomorrow (laughs) 